Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, we're going to start with Aaron Rodgers, Vegas lead. But let me ask you a question. If I said the following about Aaron Rodgers, does it maybe tell the story and we should act accordingly from then on? This is a guy that wants attention. He has that little smirk on his face and a knowing smirk. And he thinks that smirk means he's in on some kind of Dave Letterman-esque joke Like, yeah, I'm here. You're watching. I'm not going to tell you nothing. (laughs) But maybe the joke is a level higher than that, which is he wants he's almost 40 years old and he wants to be playing jokes that a 22 year old at Harvard Lampoon thought was funny. It's like what's it's like he thinks there's a big he's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. And, you know, he is to some degree, except he's feeding the machine. And that machine doesn't care what it's eating. This machine wants something. Get up wants something to talk about on an off Tuesday when the NBA is even in. Think about this. This is one of those ultimate days. There's hardly any games going on. No one cares about college basketball till March. So he, get, <laughs> he gets to go on. Who knows what kind. And again, I don't know. Who knows if he's got 10% ownership in uh, Pat McAfee's show. I don't know. Right? Have they opened up the books? But it seems weird that relationship. And he's smirking, and everyone. And then you look at Get Up, and what you got is like, which to me is like the prototypical, like, this is the highest dollar, most producers, most guests. This is the ESPN's machine version of what sports reporting should be, right? Because this is where they put the money. And I like a lot of that show. I, I like some of the guests. But, man, oh, man, when you got them all acting like they're offended that they have to cover Aaron Rodgers' Instagram post. Except my point is how different is that than almost anything else they do or any media does pretty much these days in sports, which is it's not about breaking the games down. It's about the drama who they're going to sign the next year. I ne- I'll never forget this, AJ, and I'm going to throw it to you, is – it would have been two years ago. It was when Clay got hurt during the playoffs or during the finals. And I guess it would have been against um, Leonard and Toronto, right? And it was the middle of those finals. And everyone was talking about, well, you know, where is Leonard going to sign next year? And where's Durant going to be next year? Like the, the night of like game four, game five. <laughs> and it's like this is the a handful of days during the year that this game should matter the most. And they still, the soap opera was bigger. And I love a good soap opera. I used to watch Dallas. I loved that show. But it's a soap opera. This is life. And you know what? Maybe people were saying, well, the reason you wanted to watch Dallas was you wanted the drama. And the reason you watch sports is you want the drama. You just don't want to seem like a housewife watching a soap opera. And you know what? I think they're right about a lot of that. <laughs> but you know what else? It shouldn't be the people on TV acting like they don't know that. And they're acting all offended that they're talking about something that's beneath them. Except it's the same thing they talk about every day, which is soap opera type things. All right, take it. Yeah, well, the soap opera, I'm done watching this soap opera, the Aaron Rodgers soap opera. I've got no more interest in it. Well, then how are you talking? Then it means you can't say anything else. Oh, well, I'm just saying you, if <laughs> I, you, can, you can keep Aaron Rodgers. If uh-huh. I'm a team who's, who's looking at Aaron Rodgers, I'm done looking at him. I don't think Aaron Rodgers cares about football enough. I think that Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's already at an age at 38. He'll be 39 in the middle of next season. You're going to get declining play from Aaron Rodgers. And this guy is just more drama. He's more. He's more than the squeeze is worth to me. But, so yeah, I, but that assumes that what what is the cost of the drama? 
Meaning, I think there is a cost, but how do you, I, I know you get irritated by it because you're probably one of, you're kind of like those people on the get up saying, I don't want to talk. Like, think about the irony. I, my name's AJ Hoffman. I'm going to do my job now. One, two, three. I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers. Now, stand by as I talk about Aaron Rodgers for five minutes. How sick are you? I'm not talking about me personally. I'm saying if I'm an NFL team, I don't want Aaron Rodgers. But why if would I, they be I, any if, different, though? It, well, I, the, I guess what is what is the downside for the team? I guess is what I'm trying to get. The downside at. for the team is you're bringing in a guy who is more interested about self promotion and, and and what people think of him personally than actually winning football games. I don't think you're getting a guy who you're not getting Tom Brady. Certainly, a guy who's going to come in and live and breathe football for you. That's not Aaron Rodgers. So and where Aaron can I get Rogers, to, where where can I get Tom Brady? By the way, if I was a you GM? can't. Right. That's the point. You can't. But you're going to have to pay for Aaron Rodgers like he's going to bring you some title. Uh-huh. And I don't think I don't think there's certainly not a guarantee that he's well, bringing you a title. I think well, that the odds are that wherever he goes, th- that team is worse than the Packers were this year. All right. So first off, there's no guarantee with anyone. Brady, no. So obviously you're using that as a phrase. But what you're saying, but we would agree, you're saying the chances of winning a title with Rodgers are less than the market believes. And thus you're going to overpay for him. Yes, I think the reason why all this offseason discussion about Aaron Rodgers exists is because people think that there are teams out there like the Broncos or the Steelers that if they added a quarterback, they're suddenly a Super Bowl contender. And I just don't believe that to be true. I, I so don't you think, think adding. You think Denver Broncos with Aaron Rodgers, let's define a contender as one of the top eight favorites to win the Super Bowl. Okay, they are one of the top eight favorites. I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl if they add him. All right, so really, we never, every team's an underdog to win a Super Bowl. So what you're saying is, and, and, and follow me here, because this is key that we are precise. You're saying the chances of winning with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, considering his age, considering the drama and distraction that comes with him is less than people think, and thus you'd be overpaying for him, either for the trade, for the salary that season, or for and or for any accommodations you got to make yes. with the team. Yes, and uh, for anything that he does to your team long-term, any kind of disruption he causes your team, yeah. So obviously the counterpoint here is 13 wins, 13 yeah. wins, and then was it 13 again this year with four losses? I think so, right? But number yeah, one C, number one C, I mean, listen – in and weird- MVPs. He's playing at MVP level, which is really impressive for a guy who I don't think prioritizes football. But that also, how long does that last? How but, long did yeah. you know every not not everybody can play to forty four? It's not normal. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play to forty four. All right, so let's dig into that because we've got the numbers on that, and and I don't think this is being discussed properly. And AJ pitched me this topic during his extensive Aaron Rodgers talk off the air. But he's over him. Don't forget. <laughs> I mean, I'm, listen, dude. I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of all of us because, in a except not me really, because I admit it. I know it's, it's, this is about what we're trying to do is entertain, and and we're trying to convey good information. And thus, by talk, like, I get the best of both worlds. I get to talk about it, but I get to act like I'm chastising other people, and I'm not because I'm not chastising them. I'm saying at least admit what's going on. Right. And and to me, the ones that admit it, I appreciate it. Like the guy, there's certain guys in their 20s that won't date anyone because they want to just go from girl to girl. You know, the type, the ones that admit that I just smile and say, hey, they're being honest with the girls. It's everyone's making a choice. The guys that act like they're trying to, to, to always have a girlfriend, but they're actually running around. I don't like the hypocrisy. as much. Which one were you, AJ, by the way? I, I was a, uh, a one gal guy. <laughs> 
You, I mean, each night you're saying. Right. <laughs> All right. I mean, listen, that, that is something. We- I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, RJ, let's wrap up this Aaron Rodgers conversation. You, you said something during the break that's really interesting about the way that we measure quarterbacks. Well, think about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. In any business, they say you are what you measure. So let's say um, I'll give you a great example. Lou Gehrig, Kyle Ripken. Now, why do we know Lou Gehrig's name? Oh, he was with the Yankees. Oh, okay. Like, we know every Yankee. He hit a lot of home runs. Well, he hit less than Babe Ruth. The Iron Man. The reason we know Lou Gehrig is there were, it's funny, I can even kind of remember it. Two, was it 2,103? I don't know. I think I'm wrong about the last. But there was a, a, a number of games he had played. And then when Cal Ripken beat it straight without missing a game, when Ripken beat it, it was the biggest story of the year, it felt like. But that's a, what, what's that? When do you ever talk about games played consecutive? But someone tracked – if they hadn't tracked that, if somehow it was just not known that Lou Gehrig had played that many, it, it happened, but no one tracked it. Lou Gehrig, we wouldn't know his name today. There wouldn't be a Lou Gehrig's disease. I mean, it's, it's a situation – not that that was a great thing, but it's like he's that famous. They, he gets a disease, they name it after him because Would of there be that, a Wally Pip? We Would wouldn't even know Wally. Wally. Yeah. Imagine how amazing someone is that the guy that replaced him, we know the names, don't get Wally <laughs> pipped as a verb because they counted it. But if they didn't count it, we wouldn't even know it if it wasn't tallied and it wouldn't matter. Okay. What matters for a quarterback? Well, a lot of people will say, well, you had to be there. Well, you know what? I don't know what the had to be there is going to be in the future. So maybe it's going to be whatever. Because we don't know. Like Jim Brown, my dad used to say, Jim Brown, you had to be there. Okay, but I wasn't there, so now I need to look at the stats. And that, to me, are the two other things, are wins slash titles. Hey, count the rings, baby. But you know what? Smart people rebel against that. They hate that. They reject the idea that it's just about titles. What about Robert Ory? You know? It's like, well, you got to be the best player on the team. Well, now it gets subjective. I... I am more of a title guy, to be honest, than you might think, because I believe stats are just as subjective in their own way. How much does an interception cost you? How much does the touchdown benefit you? Well, we have a passer rating. The passer rating has literally been, I don't want to say debunked, but amongst serious analytics people, no one even considers it. It's not even a consideration. QBR is better. There's variations on EPA, you know, adjustment for strength of schedule. There's all kinds of different things you can do. But passer rating is not even in the conversation. But amongst the mainstream media, less savvy in stats, passer rating still it. And reporting has come out of Chicago or out of Green Bay 
that Aaron Rodgers is obsessed with his passer rating to the detriment of winning games. And I'll give you an example. It was written by 538, like seven, eight years ago, that Aaron Rodgers is about half as effective as other elite quarterbacks when trailing by more than a touchdown. And it's like, why would that be? Like he's at the top of every list, if you look at the analytics at this point, but when they were down by 10, 14, the Packers, he just didn't come back near as much. And the speculation was he wasn't willing to take the the big risks associated with coming back. Because if you're down big, you got to throw it deep. you got to throw it in the coverage. Because if you just dink and dunk down the field, you don't, you don't have enough time to come back. And Aaron Rodgers didn't want that on his stats is the speculation. Because, yeah, we might improve the chance of winning this game from 2% to 4%, but we're still probably going to lose, and I don't want the interceptions. And if you look at the telltale sign is a Hail Mary at the end of halves, is when a quarterback throws it out of bounds or throws it too far, that's often a quarterback saying, this doesn't, it's not going to work. Why am I going to let them pick me off? Because when it comes contract time, when it comes legacy time, that stat is going to matter. I got to tell you something, man. One, AJ, I think you look at Aaron Rodgers and this seems like a compelling case that that's happening. But number two, I'm not sure if I blame him because in 50 years, they're not going to remember that comeback win or not. They're going to remember Super Bowls, which he's not going to be great on, and they're going to remember stats. And if passer rating is still, if he's like, he has the second highest of all time, and they're going to say, see, he was underrated. He got unlucky in the playoffs. <laughs> Thoughts? No, I, I think you're right because when, especially when you when you talk about 10, 15 years after he's done playing, no one's going to remember this conversation that that he didn't take chances that maybe could have given him another win or two. Now, if he was doing this in the postseason, if he wasn't going all out to win a, a postseason game, I think it'd be a different conversation. But rarely are you going to be remembered for oh, did he come back in a, in a regular season game or not? I I don't think that's going to be something that's attached to him long term. That's AJ Hoffman. We're straight out of Vegas. I let's question what you just said, though. I think you're generally right, but the same people that are saying he doesn't want to throw into coverage when it's maybe necessary because of the game state because they're losing big, they said that was why perhaps against San Fran they were vulnerable to a punt block changing the whole game because when once they got the lead, he was much less aggressive than you think he should have been to be optimal. And that's the thing about habits. When you start getting into habits and you love the fact you only had three interceptions, well, that bleeds into your decision-making. Because when you make instant decisions, you can't contemplate, well, you know, I should throw in the coverage here. No, no, no. You have these blink-type habits. And perhaps, and Mackenzie, you watching every play of that game, you had a towel in your mouth like Tarkanian did, like the shark did, like you were so nervous, (laughs) is – did it feel like Aaron Rodgers had some spots he could have got aggressive when they were up before the block punt that he didn't? Yes, one in particular comes right to mind. It was their last possession. 49ers ended up winning on a field goal, but it was tied before that. Third and 10, he said it was a 50-50 ball. He threw it about 50 yards into double coverage to Devontae Adams. It wasn't a 50-50 ball. It might have been a 10% chance, and he wasn't under pressure. He could have rolled out. He had time on third and 10. He didn't know it was the last time he would touch the ball the whole season. But he could have been more aggressive there. Okay, but how is throwing in a double coverage not aggressive? I mean, I, I'm trying to follow your exact example. He, he, he overthrew Adams. There was uh, no one was going to catch that ball. So he you, just you, you thought he was throwing. The, so what you're saying is he threw the ball away. 
Exactly. Yes. Wow. Like you remember that play, AJ? I don't remember it offhand. No. But you I, I, didn't get, have a ta- you I didn't have a towel in my mouth. That's what I was thinking, man. You might have had some Doritos in your mouth is what I'm thinking. <laughs> as soon as he let it go, I, got, I was relieved. I'm like, thank God. We're going to get the ball back. It's like Aaron we B. Are. and Aaron. We. Uh, yeah, there you go, right? Uh, when do you, can I see the next check you get from Cousin Kyle? <laughs> I'm going to have to ask him where it's been. That's, that's, we're all mouth. wondering. We're all wondering. <laughs> all right, that's the budding star, Mackenzie Rivers. His initials are Mr. Think about that a second. All right, AJ. I, I got to be honest, in tomorrow's show, when you're executive producer, will there be anything that good? Uh, is, is Anything that, like what McKenzie just did? No, no, what I just did. Oh, forget McKenzie. no, pro- probably <laughs> not. I was going to say, I can beat what McKenzie did, but I don't know about what All right, did. but remember, I'm an asset for you. Tomorrow, right. executive producer AJ Hoffman, RJ Bell staff. <laughs> <laughs> Senior staff? <laughs> Senior staff. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. McAfee show today on YouTube talking about his future and did not say that a decision on his future would be made today, but he did talk about some of the Packers' offseason moves. There's a lot to decide. I still want to have conversations with uh, you know some of my close friends and, and current teammates. Obviously, you know Tom Clements got hired to be the quarterback coach of the Packers. Tom and I go way back. I love Tom. Rodgers explained that he's had honest and positive conversations with the front office since their season ended, but that those conversations were also much different than what they've had in the previous years. Now, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel did say that there have been no long-term discussions or discussions on a long-term deal that is between the Packers and wide receiver Devontae Adams. Today is the first day the teams can place the franchise tag on players in the NFL. They'll have until March 8th to make those decisions. Bill Mickelson released a statement saying his comments about the Saudi Golf League and the PGA Tour were reckless. Mickelson added the pressures and stress over the last 10 years has affected him deeply and he desperately needs some time away to prioritize the ones he loves the most. That from Mickelson. Mickelson's relationship also with sponsor KPMG has ended. Second straight day of labor talks ended with no agreement so the lockout continues in baseball while the Yankees will retire Paul O'Neill's number 21 during a game against the Blue Jays on August 21st. That is if there is a season. Guys, back to you. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Boy, I love Mr. Dan Byron. I mean, just succinct. He gives you all the important stuff. Dan, quick question. You got a second? Yes. Do you have any reporting on any business relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee? I do not. I, does, just as a, a casual observer, doesn't that seem weird? It, it is unique, but there's also uh, Aaron Rodgers and A.J. Hawk, and A.J. Hawk's a part of that show. We're yeah, but he doesn't friends. seem to be close with a lot of his former teammates. No, but I, I do think that they were pretty good friends when they were in Green Bay. Okay. I'm just trying to figure – I'm not a reporter. I'm, like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure it all out. I know that I think that there was like a there was a group a bit of a I don't know if it was a clique that you could say but that Rodgers and AJ Hawk were pretty tight during their time. All right, see that's why we love them. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, guys. All right, Dan was very uncomfortable. He's like, I gotta get off here as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's executive his, producing the show. That's why he kept his job for so long. I mean, this guy he, he does a great job, and he, there's, there's, if the drama starts, he's got a call to make in the other room. You know, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. All joking aside though, AJ, is it's like if you hear someone and again, obviously Fox Sports Radio has other 
update guys that do a fine job. But when you hear other stations and stuff do updates, like it's like you your now did your local station do updates? We did for a while. We I think we stopped around COVID time when they, when sports stopped. We, we let go of yeah. our, uh, our and, sports I mean, reporter. ESPN used to have like the Duke or whatever his name was was on yep. there, and it was like. Again, he was—I mean, he was an old-time guy that was good. I thought, but it's like when you hear it these days, it's like no, it's a hard job, and it, there's never a brain freeze either. It's like sometimes you—you th- you know, it, I don't think I'd be very good at that job. No, I don't oh, think thank I would you, be. Thank I cer- you. I, no, I was talking about—I certainly wouldn't either. <laughs> All right, one last thought. You know, we can make fun of Aaron Rodgers, and again, he's a great quarterback. And he's a good-looking dude. He can't find the right gal. But, I mean, <laughs> but the reality is that part of the, in America that we kind of – the cost of being famous and rich is you get made fun of because the people who aren't you kind of are jealous. And it happens at every level, right? If a high school quarterback is the quarterback and he's dating the prom queen, the nerds in the playing, you know, Dungeons and Dragons in the basement are saying crap about he's dumb. I mean, it's just it's a human nature. But it, I, I think a thing that's really wrong is how someone's either mentally disturbed or ill, and we should really be sad for him and helpful and all that, or he's not. And if he's not, everything he does is like crit- we can be critical, and we don't think he's a human. Because the reality is mental health is a spectrum. There might be a line that if you pass it, you're in trouble, and thus we're going to put you in a certain category as a society. But we all have weaknesses. We all have fears. And as much as we look at Aaron Rodgers and scoff, in a way, you should kind of feel bad that he needs this attention. I mean, it's like – and when I say feel bad, I don't mean like feel bad and I'm laughing saying he's pathetic. No, I'm saying like there's something – like you look in his eyes, you can tell he's searching for something. And if he was all con- – you've seen the people that are content. They got the two kids and, and when you're thinking of – or at least I'm thinking, if I was in that spot, I'd be like, man, this is tough. I, I want to go do something because I'm not kind of a kids are going to be my life kind of guy. But you know what? My sister, that's her life and generally she loves it. And everyone's different, but boy, it, it, you look at Aaron Rodgers, AJ, let me ask you, and we got to take our break after, is it, as much as we don't like a lot of the things he puts out there, if you ask the question why he's doing it, it the answer isn't all laughs, I think. What do you think? No, I, I don't think it's all laughs either. I, I do think there is something about him that... But it, that there's if, a lot of people that... I mean, it's not him. It's like we're seeing this side of him. But like we, we see so few people's truth. That, and we know our own truth. And everyone listening, and I'm sorry to interrupt, everyone listening is thinking, if every, if anyone knew everything I ever thought and felt, oh my God, would they think I'm crazy? And you know what? Almost everyone thinks that. <laughs> so it's like when you get a glimpse of the truth of someone, it's often unsettling because you know what? No one puts the truth out there. And social media, that's been more extreme. Everyone's got the right angle. They take three pictures. It's filtered. And everyone looks better than you look in the mirror. And, I mean, obviously that's more of a teen thing with the looks and all that, though it's still the case beyond people worry. But I, I don't know. It, it just it feels like this is the beginning of something different where Rodgers has shown us more than most have showed us. And it's not all edited. It's not Tom Brady-esque with the, the editing. And who knows with Tom Brady? Because we're seeing it now with, with, with Bruce Arians. 